0: It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here. Hi, how are you? We are fast approaching the 300th episode of this amazing podcast. I say amazing because the guests have been the reason why this podcast is so great. I honestly have been so excited. I can't believe I'm still doing it, but I'm happy. It's one consistent thing I have going on. You know, with um, comedy, there's ups and downs, as I tell everybody. You know, one minute you're doing a show for 10,000 people uh, at a festival meeting your favorite artists of all time, and the next minute you're playing at a bar for seven people right before an improv group. So things change. Things are great, but uh, one consistent thing in comedy has been this podcast, and I really appreciate everyone that's been listening, and as a result, I uh, I made shirts, the Singles Only Podcast shirt that uh, we are now going to be uh, giving away uh, every week till supplies last, uh, till supplies run out, I should say. Um, all you got to do is uh, review the podcast, share that with me at pfarvargmail.com with your address and your size, and you'll get a shirt. These are like the super soft, top-quality shirts and um, limited supplies. So that's just how it is. I'm also still selling the Better Call Paul shirts, all the profits and proceeds going to Parkinson's Foundation. If you want to buy a shirt, hit me up, pfarvargmail.com. You can also get them at the website, paulfcomedy.com. This week on Singles Only Podcast, we have musician Johnny Don't. You might remember him from the band's Air This Side of Caution, which I managed, and uh, AM Taxi, great guy. I've known him for oh, 20 years, uh, recently single. Here are the musician sides of being a single, and um, yeah, it's a fun—we go off the rails a little bit because that's, that's just what happens when—I try to keep it— uh, not inside baseball because we've known each other for so long. But there's some fun stories in there. He was uh, good friends with John Mayer. He's the reason why I met John Mayer on multiple occasions early in his career. So listen to this episode. you love it. I've got shows coming up this week. I'm in Chicago at Comedians You Should Know on April 6th. Amazing show. My show, Stand Up Then Sit Down, uh, that I'm debuting at the Lincoln Lodge on April 7th. If you love this show, you'll love that show. It's uh, me interviewing comedians. We don't talk about dating, but um, it's going to be fun. They do stand up. Then I interview them. We have some little sketches that uh, my producers, Jonah Jurgens and Kyle Scanlon, have written. Uh, comedians Marty DeRosa, Sarah Perry, and Adam Burke kick off this debut show. I don't know if we're going to keep the name, but hopefully you can make it. Get tickets. They're cheap. If you email me, pfarvergmail.com, I could actually give away a couple tickets as well. First come first over on that. Then I'm at Hey Nani in Arlington Heights, headlining that show. Uh, as of the time of this recording, there was only 14 tickets left, so it might be sold out. Fear not. If you're in Arlington Heights, I'll be back out there uh, in a couple months if this one sells out. I'll be at Laugh Factory on April 9th in Chicago, and then um, Slice of Comedy at Oak Park April 10th, off to Reno, Las Vegas for April 14th through the 17th, and then Las Vegas, April 18th, 24th through the 24th. Back in Orlando at Bonkers, April 29th and 30th. And uh, yeah, just uh, keep being great, guys. Thanks. Be nice to people. Be kind and work hard, as uh, my good friend Conan O'Brien says. And check out our sponsors, eh? As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer. And I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff, period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well, I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff. It's the best stuff. Emu Hand Sanitizer, the only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from, lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so I can travel with them. And Emo gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So, Emo is the way to go. Check it out today. Sprayemu.com or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emo sanitizer. You will love it. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. No voice of reason. Uh, we probably would have needed a voice of reason on this one because I think we're going to go off the rails here. I've known this gentleman for over 20 years now, I think. we. Uh, I used to manage his band. Uh, we never played in a band together, um, but we met through uh, one of those bandmates who was in my band that I was in, that I was kicked out of. One of many, very talented musician, um, Berkeley School of Music trained, Johnny Don't.
1: Hello, hello. Hey, Johnny. How are you? Good, sir. I'm just going to call you John, because that's how I know you. Well, that's fine with me. Um, thanks for having me, man.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. I, I tell stories about the the glory days of music and music management in my days, and through you... <laughs> I have some stories that I've told on stage involving uh, your former. I don't know if you're still friends with him, but his name, him and I had another connection recently, which uh, John Mayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were you went to school with him at Berklee School of yeah, Music, yeah. and you were kind enough to take me backstage to a couple of shows back uh, when he was playing at like Shubas and like House of Blues on House his of way blues, up yep. for. Uh, Room for Squares, I think it yep, was the album. exactly, and I was like First. all excited. I thought it was going to be like cocaine and hookers, and there was a bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> playing a fucking video game on the on the screen at House of Blue. I was like, "This is there is no god. What did I do with my life?" Uh, do you remember? You.
1: Yeah, of course I remember. That. I tell that story too because it's just hilarious. But I not I'm not obviously a standup, but um. <laughs> I mean, it was just
0: the the thing back then. Uh, I was a, in my 20s, like a horny little guy, excited to be a, a rock star. I was no longer a rock star. Now I was managing these awesome bands, your band, Air The Side of Caution, who I still promote at anytime I can. Um,
1: That's because you're awesome.
0: Yeah, and I also get the royalties, so... no, no Well, I don't. dude, no, seriously,
1: you should, you should get royalties. When I think back to some of the stuff I put you through. <laughs> that was fun. But you've know. also...
0: You've also were responsible for a lot of cool things that happened to me, too. But the funny Do thing you know? was, was the John Mayer stuff was, like, hilarious. Because it was, like... I just remember being so disappointed in John Mayer. Like, I was like, he was so nice to me and everything. And then recently... You know, he and he did a post and I did a post about Bob Saget because he was close to Bob. I was in peace. Yeah. 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 And so it was funny to see that full circle kind of full circle thing. But anyway, you are single again.
1: Yes, I'm single. And it's you know, that's exactly I I wish I maybe I should have forewarned you. I could have told you like this is what's going to happen. John Mayer's kind of a nerd like back at least Oh yeah, then. that back then. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I mean, I, don't, I haven't been following much of what he's been doing Like, I don't think I've talked to the guy since like 2000. He's trying to do comedy now. Well, he's he's a very very funny guy. Like he used to tell us like if this music thing doesn't work out, I'd love to write for like Conan O'Brien or the mm-hmm. Simpsons and he probably could do it. He's yeah, a funny yeah. funny. He's very smart and I mean just amazingly talented guy, but <laughs> back then he was like Captain Awkward of the SS like pre post pubescent not like just could not he he used to he was so awkward that he had a crush on my girlfriend who was from Canada and I swear to god this is true we were in music school she was in music school from Canada I'm not just saying that I had a girlfriend in Canada that doesn't exist <laughs> I'm just saying so right he, he would wait we'd all have lunch together in the Berkeley CAF and like the cafeteria they called the CAF yeah or they did back then and then he, she and I would go walk back to, like, my dorm, which is about three blocks away from the main building on Com Ave. And, uh well, the, my dorm was on Com Ave, and the main building was on... uh Boylston and Mass, so like no one's gonna
0: call you on the geography. Well, just hey, get man. to the part.
1: It's important. So <laughs> we'd walk the we'd we'd wait for him. To, he'd be waiting there by the elevators outside the cafeteria doors, so he could go up to his room. And then he'd get in the elevator, and like as the doors were closing, we'd be like, "Bye!" And then right before, right as the doors would close, he'd point at Aaron and go, "You should have been mine. You should have been mine. Oh you should have been God. mine." Like, awkward. come on, man. Yeah. Like well, he, I mean, and then writing writing song like Man on the Side, I believe he wrote about a girl that went to the Boston Conservatory. That everyone there had a crush on. She was this really cute, cute little thing whose name I won't say. But she, he wrote it about her and like was bragging about how he was gonna take her to Fridays, <laughs> TJI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear God! So it's a different was, time back then. Well, it's just it was TJI Fridays was like Gibson's Steakhouse. No, I'm oh, Joe oh, Mike. Well, kind of. When you were 19 yeah, or 20 yeah, and you're true. in Boston, you don't have much There's not money. a lot of choices, yeah. But yeah, no, it There's was. that like, or Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. Well, there were two of them within sight of Berkeley. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, he. It, I just felt, uh, looking back on it, it's like I used to kind of be like, man, he's so funny and so talented, but why is he always so nervous around like, girls? And why is it. He is awkward because. But he was aware of it. That's what I think. It just made makes it you
0: more internalized neurotic.
1: I maybe. should have been aware of that. I was probably the same way, but I just thought I was cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. You you t- you mani- manifested your awkwardness manifested into coolness somehow. No, you I'm sure it, it
1: wasn't really cool. <laughs> I just thought I was. No, so I know,
0: I, but it, it's also you know, perception is reality, right?
1: I don't know. Should we go? Should we go ask uh, Aldous Huxley?
0: No. <laughs> anyway. That that period when I tell that story or I had a joke about that, people would be like, So you met him I'm like I'm like, Yeah, but this is before he dated like all the friends and Taylor Swift and everything. This yeah, is like pre K period. Yeah, all this is like two thousand and three yeah, or it's, Yeah. It's but just, anyway, let's yeah. we're not we're not, not this I is the John Mayer podcast. This is I
1: enjoy talking about him. He's a good guy from what I remember. He's funny, You don't talk but, to him anymore? Oh no, 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 yeah. no. We we realized we didn't have much in common many years ago. I think <laughs> I think I was trying to get him to come hang out like with my family for Easter weekend. He was in town doing like something on the mix, like promo and mm-hmm. it was Good Friday and I heard him and it was like, dude, like Come on over. And then it was like I'm just like being like, no one's gonna care your John Mayer. Like uh my my we are Polish. We have great Easter party. All this and he says something about having to go back to like New York to hang out with like, I don't know, it was like Puff Daddy and Heidi Klum or something. Right, and I was right, like, Okay, yeah. we have we have nothing <laughs> in common at all. That's anymore. That's all right. So yeah. Um I want to talk about you dating, Paul.
0: No, we're talking about you, buddy. Mine is uh this is so back in the day when you were a musician, you still are obviously, uh, yeah. but when you were t- touring more and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you had women all over, all mm-hmm. the time, all over you, and you were never interested. Like I was like, he's probably gay.
1: Wait, really? I don't yeah. See, I guess I guess maybe I was just clueless then because I don't feel like that's not how I remember things. I remember being like there's these girl, this girl. There were groupies
0: really at the shows that you had, and you didn't. Uh, to my knowledge, I mean, we. This is where we're recording right now, the podcast studio. There were a lot of parties here late at yes. night. Yes,
1: yes, I made a comment about that as soon as yeah. I walked in.
0: <laughs> and there was a lot of uh, a lot of women after parties here after shows, and I remember you had <laughs> you pick of any ladies because you were the singer in the band and everything, yeah. and. And you would never take advantage of that.
1: Well, I don't know. I think it maybe I was, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, lofty, uh, like thinking these people are coming out and supporting my band and music. Oh, you do not want m- to screw it up, right? Music is more important to me than like getting, the I, than jerking getting
0: getting getting uh getting off.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like I probably uh, most of the time back then I usually had a girlfriend that was like. Semi long term, at least we had been like we agreed we're dating and there's not going to be any, you know, messing around and stuff. So it's like,
0: I don't remember that. I remember you did, I do remember you had some girlfriends, but I do remember you being single and there were a lot of women that were into you that you would hook up with and they wanted more. And you were just like, hey, oh yeah, that definitely happened too. Yeah, that That, was, (laughs) but this is like years ago. Now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast forward, somehow you end up getting married.
1: Yeah, I should have never been married. How long were you married for? About four years. Okay. Um, maybe three and a three, four. Why? Years? You always
0: kind of, you always four wanted and a half. to get married. I remember that about you. You wanted to like, you were never about the rock star life. You wanted to get married and have kids. I remember that. I was like, why? And well, you wanted to like move to the suburbs and you were always a Naperville yeah. kid. Neighborhood, yeah. Illinois.
1: I well, I, my family. That's how my family is on both sides of my family. Like my mom and my dad's side is very, very. You know, like you get married and you settle down, and that's kind of what the example is. So I think that was probably a large part um, my upbringing and just. But your parents of, are separated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got divorced when I was. Well, when I was an adult, so it didn't really affect my, me or my brother, mm. myself, me, and it, as much as it would have when we were younger. I would think I was like twenty. But, but you
0: say you, you—that's what you pictured that you were like. You were taught that, but I you, think it
1: was that thing where it's like you're You know how it is. You're from the suburbs, and your parents are telling you like this is what you're supposed to do. This is why we moved you to Oak Brook or Naperville or mm-hmm. whatever, and you you hear it all the time, and you just go. Okay, well I guess like eventually I'm gonna get married and have kids and then I, I realize I you know marriage doesn't really mean anything if you think about it in, in terms of what it like comes down to. I'm not saying the relationship doesn't mean something, but marriage to me, it's like do well, you have tax benefits? Right. You're legally related. You can get in to see each other in the ER if somebody's in a car accident, like these types of benefits. I don't need that to be stay committed right. and be with somebody for the rest of my life.
0: But you are into that concept of monogamy and uh, dedicating yourself to one person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. I Still, mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not. It's not that I'm, uh, you know, unwilling to be open to other arrangements. Okay, that's necessary. I think I was just talking to somebody about this at one of my gigs. It's more recently. open
0: now. It's more. Well, times have changed. I know, don't know how it is in Naperville.
1: But. Here's the thing: is I seem to know quite about quite a few people, of course, who I'm not going to name. Uh, that it's like they've been married, you know, for eight or this, whether it's like a guy friend of mine or a lady friend or whoever. Mm -hmm. They've been married for eight or ten years, and now they're in a situation, maybe 12 years, and they're in a situation where it's like, crap, we have like, you know, eight-year-old kid, eight and a Mm ten-year-old or whatever it is, and the marriage is kind of sexless and loveless, and it's like they're just staying together for the kids. And it's like now they're going around and be like behind each other's backs, like cheating and shit, where it's like maybe if... If you guys are like, if you're already recognizing that you're basically just staying together for the kids, why don't you just talk to each other about like having an open relationship yeah. instead of sneaking around? Right. And then maybe you could actually salvage something after all this is over and said and done. And maybe, I mean, that's not, like if somebody I was with came to me and was like, yeah, I I need something more. I'd be like... Okay. I've only got three uh, inches, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the most common. That's the most common thing I think I hear when I have sex is, "Is it in yet? Is it in yet?" No. Um. So I'd be like, "Yeah, well, if that's what you need, like, I'm not gonna shame." What was that? Was that I don't me? Know. Yeah, it's probably you. I don't think so. It's okay. Sorry. Um. We uh. I'm not gonna shame somebody. You know, for like expressing being open and honest with me, but at the same time, it's like it's not maybe something that I would want to do, but I'm not going to stop you from doing it. And it's just like this weird situation, where, like, why? Why am I'm the single guy who's now like there's people that I know from say high school or college or that age where it was like maybe we were flirtatious or we kind of and they found out you're single yeah and now they're married and they're it's like they're coming back and it's like I, I'm we're I'm, we're talking about this stuff and I'm just kind of, it kind of confuses me and don't they're don't, inviting
0: you into the 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 circle if you will
1: well not really they've taken like making an old circle separate from their like they're not asking me to have threesomes with their husband oh okay it's like i'm totally unhappy and i'm gonna you know kind of latch on to you sort of not latch that's a not the right word i want to use but like <laughs> it's like i'm they use u-
0: you're. you may not be having a physical uh relationship with them but you're now an emotional cheating
1: right it's like so yeah especially because a lot of it's over social media where it's like we're they're just texting and, right and they're right. just you know and it's like and i'm i, I don't want to lead anybody on or hurt anybody and then sometimes there is like the hey let's meet up and i'm like dude like, your, your husband seems like a crazy, jealous motherfucker, and I have no interest. You don't want to be in, a
0: cuck. No. Well, <laughs> or the cucky. I
1: think, I'm think i not sure cucko. which side that would... I think yeah. you're right, cucky. Cucky, yeah. The cuck or? Cuck or. or. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. Call in if you know the answer. <laughs> Free tickets to...
1: <laughs> to one of Paul's wonderful <laughs> shows. Um, yeah, no, I just... the Now, if... It, I guess back in the day when I was you know, in my early 20s and like you're saying in the band and blah, 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 blah and all that stuff. And even when I was touring with AM Taxi, um, you know, it's just it's a it, there's not really the um, what's the, like the drive. It's not it's not like it used to be when we were kids and it was like your dick doesn't run roll. your life
0: anymore. Or you don't care about the the. The partying aspect. Well,
1: of Well, sort things. of, but it's also like when you're on the road nowadays, like or even 15 years ago when I was, or 15 years, no, yeah. like 10, 10 years. 12 years ago when I was touring with Taxi I a have lot. I the AM Taxi album right here. Oh, Go nice. Ahead. Go ahead, yeah. Never heard of them. Oh, it's even signed.
0: AM Taxi, we don't stand a chance.
1: That's a good record. Record, really, really signed good. Signed by everyone. Yeah. I'm very proud of the work we did on that. Um, so when
0: you even when you're on the road, then. So, but then
1: just, even back then, I mean, maybe, maybe there'd be an occasional hookup or whatever it was, but it was so few and far in between, and you're so busy because we're we were touring it. You know, we didn't have record if, pace. Like, you're if non-stop. we had a merch guy on the road with our roadie, we were like lucky. So we're doing the merch. We're doing all this stuff. There's no really no time to do it. And even if there was back then, it was like we were. Well, you're
0: talking about like hooking up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's different. I'm talking about like. The concept of being monogamous. Oh, in I sense. Well, I mean, there, no, that's part of it. I agree with you. But like, now that you're single, when did you get divorced? Finalized?
1: Well, I think I said the word divorce in like April or early May of 2020. And when did
0: it start? Did it start during COVID or was it before? Well,
1: I mean, separated we, before? we had a it was we had a rough go of it, man. There was a bunch of stuff that 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 set on us right away, and we were basically in survival mode from. Like probably six months into our marriage, okay. like just all sorts of stuff that just got piled on. It was like a it was like a movie written by a mal- melodramatic teenager. Okay, it was awful. But, but I
0: didn't know it wasn't a tragedy. It wasn't a uh, because of COVID because I think COVID no, caused well, I mean, a lot of divorce. It
1: probably I mean might have pushed it along a little bit. I'm not sure. Uh, the
0: straw that broke the the camel's back. I
1: don't know, man. I think it was a coincidence to be honest with okay. you. But it's like it the only thing that it sucked about COVID for our divorce, I think, is that. Like, it took me a while to find a place to live because of COVID restrictions and all this other stuff. Oh, right. and you had to leave out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, also just the court took like, I don't know, like yeah, five, four or five shopping. months to get us our, our results. I think that's the results. Maybe I'm it's the like results. <laughs> yep. You guys, uh, turns out you
0: got divorced. You're all <laughs> set. Good work. There were two. 87%. B minus. Yeah, two pink lines. Um, <laughs> Did, she, yeah. did <laughs> okay. you, um, did you, a decision. right. Did you, um, do you, would you get married again now? That no. You? Okay.
1: No, I mean, they'll hear the, I mean, this sounds but it was like I was saying before, and this sounds awful. And this is not a reflection of like how I felt about my ex-wife at the time or anything. I was definitely in love with her and she was a wonderful, sure. we were, yeah, we were just head over heels for each other. But it was like, we had, we, we had no plans to get married. We bought a house and moved in together and that's what we were going to do. And then, literally two weeks to the day after we moved in, my cousin who was four years older than me died of cancer. And we're in the kitchen and we're talking about it. I'm like thinking about the funeral arrangements. And then I kind of looked at her and said, "Wait, I don't really know what you would want." Oh my God, we're not related. If we get if there's an accident or something, I can't get in to see you. And then then we started thinking about it, and then like health insurance and benefits and stuff like that. And uh, it became
0: a decision out of like.
1: Necessity, necessity. Right. Yeah, it was like practical. You know what I mean? It was a very practical sort of thing, and it wasn't. And I, and I know it. How long were you guys dating before you moved in? Not very long, <laughs> like six eight. months.
0: That's a long time.
1: Maybe six, five, six four months, months is a long
0: time at our age. I think. I think if you're in your 30s or beyond, you kind of know where you're going.
1: And I had been, is you know, I'd been, uh, I'd been heartbroken for like four years by when I we she and I first met, and literally.
0: You guys were friends before?
1: No, like um, I'd, she, I, she, I—I'd been about going on three and a half or four years of breaking up with a gal, same gal from Berkeley. We had we dated a couple of different times. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think you've met her. A couple I have. Times, yeah. So um, that's a
0: long fucking time.
1: Yeah, we were on and off like probably twice. I think twice seriously um, over the course of like 14, 15 years. That's insane. Yeah. Well, we had strong feelings for each other. Still do, but not. In that sense, I don't think. Okay. Maybe not anymore.
0: Where is she now?
1: She's in Canada. She became a a naturopath, a naturopathic doctor.
0: Okay. Married?
1: Nope. Single? Yep. Huh. Yeah. So maybe that's going to... Have you yeah. guys met up oh, again? No, 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 no. But we, we chat occasionally. Um. Yeah. She's maybe you guys good... will
0: get married when you're like 70. I just don't or see the point. Or you'll give p- her a kidney. Point. You guys will have the same blood type. and
1: I don't see the point, I guess. I mean, like... That's, 14 uh,
0: years on and off is insane.
1: Yeah, but that's but that's what I'm saying though is like after she and I broke up that last time, I was like heartbroken to the point like I lost like 35 pounds. Like I looked I was skinny. Was probably doing all sorts of drugs and drinking. And There's no probably, you were. Definitely. <laughs> I like just the probably makes it sound a little easier for the kids. So four, um, so
0: four <laughs> years of heartbreak you get you celibacy,
1: need... man. Like I uh, nothing didn't date didn't nothing. Okay, and then I met this woman and it was just like and she's like the nicest woman I've ever met and she's so kind and she's smart she was and
0: a wait your waitress at Fridays. She
1: huh? got had a kid when she was like twenty. I wish she yeah when I was out on my date with John Mayer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, she had a kid when she was like twenty and got very little help from her family in almost every way and did it all on her own. And yeah. I was so impressed because if, if it was me, twenty years old, and I'm having to like deal with a kid, yeah, and take especially care weird is a
0: guy having a kid. Well, I know, but that's, it's that's in the future. Other... It's in
1: the future, and where they think the hist- right, right, all the, their science is based on our old Schwarzenegger movies. So, um, yeah, I just I, I was so impressed by her, and she's so nice, and so everything. And it's just. Once it seems like once we actually made the decision to become like really really move forward and become serious and like combine our lives, it was just like the universe just caved in against on you. us. <laughs> yeah. Is she the same age as you? Same. No, age? she's younger. which okay. I guess I was kind of robbing the cradle. I think she's eight years younger than me. Oh wow, that is a lot. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We're both from Naperville. She went to the high school across town. Um, but once again, it's like with my brother. You know my brother. I do like, know Luke, everyone. Yeah. Everyone who meets Luke and then meets me. It's like, yeah, you're taller, but you're clearly the younger one. I'm like, no, Luke is younger than me. And yeah. Like, like, why do you think – they're always like, he's more mature. How he's is it
0: more- – <laughs> I, I don't remember. Maybe we've talked about this, but those are were, those were days when I drank a lot and did stuff. Um, oh, yeah. When you were in high school, what were you like? Were you – Always like the musician outsider. or Were you like ever oh, no. a cool kid?
1: Ah, uh, well, I mean, it was like half and half, I guess. When I first moved to Naperville in eighth grade, I was like the weird kid with the yeah. the grunge haircut and anarchy T-shirt and flannel and combat right. boots, and that's how I kind of was freshman year too. But it, I, beca- I think, was more accepted by everybody and just became friendly. And then by like junior and senior year, it was just Mister Do everything you can, uh, you know, activities and yeah, shit, extracurricular. Like what did the, you do? Every I was like in a chess club? No. Uh, <laughs> I was let's see Musicals. Senior, yeah. Musicals, That's plays. Not cool. Uh you I were was, like a, a I was kid. the drum major of the marching band. I was That's the pres not cool. president of the concert band, president of the concert choir. Uh so you mean, were
0: cool it with just, the you were like the king of the nerds. No, I was a cool <laughs>
1: kid. I was re- really popular, but it's okay. like, you know, I, I
0: What about with ladies though? Did you have girlfriends? Oh, all the time.
1: Okay. All the time. When'd you lose they, your virginity? That's questionable. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Um, because it involves other stuff. I'll tell you later. Um, but I'm <laughs> well, pretty it's not sure illegal. I'm pretty sure I was eighteen or nineteen. Okay. You know. Fair. Um but yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's <laughs> it not sounds so bad. No, I think for
0: me it's hard to say too, because the first time I don't know if it counts because I don't know if I really Got in. like I was so drunk and like idiotic. Like I didn't know what I was doing. That
1: old Eddie Murphy joke. Damn, baby, you got a shoe on.
0: Yeah, that was like uh, she was older than me, so I didn't know what the fuck. I- hey, gang, I'm excited to tell you about this new dating app. This is a dating app that's different than any other dating app I've ever talked about on this podcast. It's called Posse Global. It's a dating app created for groups of friends. See, back in the day, you would... Go to bars with your friends, and you'd meet a group of other friends, and magic would ensue for one or two of you. Or even before that, I was in a fraternity. We'd go out to sorority mixers, and the groups would meet up, and one or two people would have magic nights or magic lives. That's just how it worked. Well, guess what? That's what this app does. It creates all that magic and more. It helps create plans easier for you and your friends to connect with others, not only locally, but globally. Here's how it works. First, you create an individual profile. You guys have known how to do this on all the other dating apps. There's no difference. The difference comes when you create a posse profile. Yep, that's right. You create a posse profile. It could be a posse of you and your college friends. It could be a posse of you and your colleagues at work or your high school friends. You can be in as many posses as you want. You create these posses. It can be you and three people or you and 30 people. Then you see the feed. You see other posses you might want to hang out with. The other features that are so cool are destination features and the beacon feature and the group messaging feature. I don't have time to go into details about this, but I can tell you a little about it. Say you're going to the Indy 500 with you and your friends or you and your posse and you see, hey, there's another group called Fighting Illini 69 that's going there too. They sound like fun. You can make plans with them to meet up there with them at the Indy 500. Or you can use the beacon feature when you're there, if you're not hanging out or not feeling that Fighting line 969 and see what other groups are there because the beacon feature shows you the interactive map that allows you to see who else is in your area or other destinations that you may be going to. And you can group message them to decide if you're gonna meet them. Look, there's so many cool things that I just don't have time to tell you about in this small, short commercial. What I can tell you is Download Posse Global, show me that you did, create a profile, create an individual profile and a Posse profile, email it to me, and I'll make sure you get some awesome Posse swag while supplies last. Trust me when I tell you this app is the future. Posse Global, download it today. You are welcome. Okay, I know it's all fun and games. My... Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to. Or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own. And don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312 627 1650 Scott at Scott Shapiro legal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Anyway, Why did she take the tr- right? I think she did, or we were both. I, it's, it was such a bizarre situation. Anyway, I feel your so pain. So in high school, you were fine college, you went to Berkeley, and everyone's kind of a, an outlier there.
1: Kind of, not really. But I you're mean, all
0: like together. You're all kind of the same. Exactly. Was So it's say. like you, you found your people. You came back to Chicago slash Naperville, and you were on and off with this woman for 14 years. Then you get married uh, for four years, and now what
1: happens? Well, also, I should point out, when you, we say on and off for 14 years, it wasn't like we're dating for a right. year, and then we break up for two months, and we're together for it a was, year. It was like four, a, a many, it was like three, it was like two, like a year and a half, including Berkeley, of maybe two years, including that. And then before we broke you're
0: 25, up. it doesn't count. Your brain's not formed yet.
1: Well, then we broke up for like 10 years mm-hmm. and then got back together again for like four or five years. Right. So it was like over that course of, Sure. It's, so it wasn't, that's
0: a good clarification. I well, get especially because, you know, it's I did two different it. relationships.
1: Yeah, I had long-term relationships in between. That. Right. <laughs> you're you're a long-term relationship guy. Sometimes. Not so much anymore. I, I have to realize What that are you doing
0: now? How are you dating I'm, now?
1: I'm not dating. I'm single, man. Not even trying to go
0: out, meet people?
1: I don't know. I mean, I go out all the time, but the intention is not to meet somebody that I'm going to date. Like, I kind of dated a friend of mine very recently for a very short period of time, and it didn't go all that well. Um, I think ma- largely because I'm still all jacked up from the divorce, but I just, I'm, I'm so much happier kind of being alone. It's like I always yeah. say to people, I'm the type of person, and this is really fucked up, especially like if, think about if you were in a relationship with me and I said to you, I'm the type of person who can be literally alone for long periods of time and never get lonely. Like, I don't know if, like, I have extra voices in my head or something. No, I just or, like, think you're
0: – I am I like – when I get to go home sometimes, you can have candy. No, I'm just I'm – just, Some the, of them are fake. This
1: one's pretty. That's fake. Oh. <laughs> there's fake candy. I would have
0: broken my tooth. I uh, know. No, there's – sometimes it's better to – like, I like to – Sometimes I like after a show, all I wanna do is just get food and just go home and just sit on my couch with nothing on. Well, just like
1: chill the fuck out. That's that's similar reason for energy. me though. It's exactly man. And you're, you're doing you're shows depleted.
0: Yeah, you've your energy you don't wanna to have to entertain someone or talk to someone. You just wanna be by yourself, unwind. And it's hard to find someone who can also I mean, if someone was also there and also in the same situation, that would be fun too, but
1: well, I mean, there's people who are understanding about it and all that stuff, but it's also then you get into the part where it's like, wow, this person's being so understanding about this and I'm just doing this over and over and then you start feeling guilty like, well, what are you getting out of this? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm coming home 5 or 6 nights a week. I've just played shows and it's like I just I just I just got to go and like sit down on the couch and watch TV and get really freaking high and uh just not talk or move for like right. two There's, hours
0: it's not even like companionship it's just kind of like are, what are they getting at?
1: It, you start questioning them. i'm a warm i'm a warm body in the room it's basically. like spooning
0: maybe that's it but <laughs> maybe it's, not like even that. it's like a comfort level it's like a weighted you're like a weighted blanket
1: <laughs> that's what you are <laughs> you mean a wet blanket no. <laughs> weighted or wet?
0: well it depends on how sweaty. A weighted
1: wet. oh
0: i got you but okay, okay so Are you good? Are you gonna? Did you ever use the dating apps or anything like that?
1: No, I don't. I really that. See, that was the other thing. That's one I have. You should
0: for you. I think it's perfect.
1: I really, I really was impressed when I met my ex wife because she is eight years, like seven and a half or eight years younger than me, and she abhorred all of the date. I've never done online dating. It's different. Period. Ever like not even match first started like in two thousand. Yeah, I never
0: did any of those, but I did the the ones on the phone. The yeah, phones. the swiping side. Yeah. I just
1: I don't. To me, that's just it's taking the level of technology too far in the sense that.
0: But it's not though. It's actually saving energy and time for someone like you, who doesn't want to be in a, a situation because you can read all the bios and you can say, okay. This person might understand that I want to be alone a lot because she's busy. She's got her own shit going on.
1: Right. Well, then, but why? Why even have her?
0: Because when you go meet people in the real world, especially you, because your your real world involves bars where there's lots of alcohol and drugs, yeah. and the people you're going to meet may not appear to be what they really are.
1: You don't say.
0: So you on those apps they have their all their information all their, their do's are like their you can you can put like religion whether you want kids whether you want to get married yeah but like, that's like political see, that's beliefs just, i
1: understand it but that's just so it's just so yeah
0: but time is of value yeah, you don't I have understand. time to go out on four dates and then but, find out on the fifth date that they think you know trump is still president or something <laughs>
1: crazy like that you don't have that kind of time I understand that, but I I just just lost half our
0: viewership. Sorry, Trump fans. No, that
1: well no that doesn't mean hey, just because you liked President Trump doesn't I know, I'm just saying he wasn't
0: I'm saying you don't yeah. have time for that stuff, okay, especially in that. the suburbs.
1: But no, but that's the thing, though, man. Is like if 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 that's what it takes nowadays <laughs> to like if that's how it all has to happen, then I guess I'm just super old fashioned and romantic. Because that is not how I'm going to let okay, something so happen.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that. Old fashioned romantic is meeting someone at a at a just at a bar? where you're
1: supposed to meet them. At where a you're, bar? You're where the, where the, 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 the powers that be, the random things, the serendipitous <laughs> actions that sure. happen that take you to the same place at the same moment in time, which is exactly how I met my ex-wife. Where? At a private party I randomly played. And okay. the only reason I got that private party is because uh, Potters in Naperville happened. I was their Tuesday <laughs> resident right. over every summer for five or six years. And well, I don't want to get into that. But good place. I like those people. And they're... And you got a private gig out of they it. They called me on Labor Day, the Monday before. I'm supposed to play on a Tuesday and said, hey, do you know anyone who can play? And I looked around. and No, I can't. Sorry, you know. Yeah. Well, The Last Fling's going on in downtown Naperville and they want music. So I said, well, if you don't mind me playing two nights in a row, I'll come do it for you. Right. Well, out just so That's happens that there's a family who was volunteering at The Last Fling and they happened to walk through and they stopped and heard me and came back and asked for my card yeah. and they hired me.
0: Okay, but... That's and then fine.
1: She is good friends with this woman, Fair. and she's at this birthday party that I'm playing that I never would have played if this one so moment had to happened.
0: play So you just have to play a bunch of private I parties now. I, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like the
1: idea of choosing somebody off a of menu. I All do right. play, still play a lot of private parties, sure. but they're not the kind of party you're thinking. Yeah, of.
0: it's like the it's like eyes wide shut. You're the pianist with the, <laughs> with, the with the blindfold. Yep. That's
1: the sh- yeah. Yep. Just got to use your ears, bro.
0: You don't want to. You don't want to feel like you're at a menu. I, yeah, I, I no, can I just, understand. It just, that. It's just weird to me. It's creepy. It's like I don't. You got to try it at least. It's if anything, it's it's a a novelty that can uh, mom, you'll meet some people out of it.
1: Mom, how'd you meet Dad? I swiped right or right. whatever, whichever well, direction it is. Right now, you know, I got it. Like, I mean, it's just. I, don't I just know, think man. that
0: modern times now, with the way. People don't like to be bothered when they're out. Like, I'm every girlfriend I had, I met at a bar, probably after midnight, because I was too much of a pussy to approach people until I've had a few drinks. And every every long term, well, long term for me is over a year. But me too. Every every time was like at a late night bar, two in the morning got a number and then but those days see, are not especially in COVID times you're not going to see that as much
1: well that's true but also like i feel like a lot of the people that i've dated and had like even maybe if they weren't long-term but still what i considered to be successful relationships like um a lot of those people i've met through other people right like a girl and I that's dated. still
0: true you can still do that
1: jay marino introduced yeah. me to this girl i'm not gonna i won't Right, right, safe. right. Not too much Jay connection.
0: from Buddy nuisance great band, yes. great producer. He's
1: also replaced me in AM Taxi. He's oh, a guitar okay. player in AM Taxi now. Um, he introduced me to this girl, and we ended up dating for like three or four months, and it turned out that I'm the guy that she needed to date in order to really start a fire under her ass. And I actually have the song that we never released, uh, uh, When Will Morning Come? Mm-hmm. I wrote about her. It's about like what are you waiting for? Like she kept saying, "I'm going to move to Europe. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." And I was like, "Well, dude, you're like 24 years old. We'll what do you it. have? What? Why? Why?" And she now lives there and has three kids and is married to an Italian guy. And but that's I think my ultimately ultimately my role in my 20s and most of my 30s. And oh, not should <laughs> say that. women to their husbands, Ex- dude. I, yeah, swear I, God, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Did every I it's almost it's almost will Talk about that.
0: I mean a lot of the women that I dated when we were hanging out when we were doing shows are all they married the next guy and they met at your shows or at the anniversary <laughs> parties or whatever when I was like too busy running around doing nothing.
1: The girl that I wrote a couple of the songs on our first record about that we were dating yeah. while we were recording. the Sedakasha. Yeah, me, I'm not yeah. gonna mention her name. She's a very sweet girl, very kind and her
0: name is in the song,
1: but okay. No, no, no. No, no, oh, okay, no. no, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. Different girl. Um. So <laughs> she, she, uh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh no, so she, that our, our release show at Subterranean, Yeah. she came, I remember seeing I remember her there, that show. and she was like crying in the audience, hearing some of these songs. I couldn't believe she came because we had not a very good breakup and I was a total dick. And uh, I was really struggling with something at the time. And she went out after that show and at the bar, next bar she went to, met the guy. They were right. married two years later.
0: There's a lot of people from that C to release party that you guys have that are now married after that I show. I don't get it, man. Maybe it was <laughs> a fun party. Am I? We did am, it right.
1: Am I really actually like an unknowing cupid?
0: What about you, though? Let's talk about uh, clearly that that plays a role. But what what do you see? happen? Do you want to be in? a... I mean, obviously, right now you're fucked up from the divorce. Divorce is the second most uh, traumatic thing anyone goes through in life after yeah, death right. um, what do you what do you see um, happening like do you want to settle down well and find I mean, one I, person
1: I don't know see that's the thing because I have some weird shit going on you know like with in terms of with, uh, what I want to do with my life in the next few years like I I mean not to get like too heavy or anything but I'm honestly concerned with a lot of the signs I'm seeing about the way things are going in our country sure t- the rise of authoritarianism and sure. things of this nature.
0: Well, and that's why you went to the capital. I understand. That's y- oh,
1: god. <laughs> no, I, I'd rather do things through other means. Um, so but you're worried, yeah. So, and I'm looking. I'm seriously considering moving to, to Belize. Oh, in okay. like Two years.
0: Be a scuba instructor. No, I'll just work Play remotely. Music?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you work remotely in Belize and you don't actually taxes. Like, yeah, you don't pay income tax at all. So my point is, is when you hear some, well, if you're like on a date with somebody, and that's the other thing, man. You're saying you don't want to waste time going out on these dates to find out. I don't do that. I just like talk to people like straight up right away. Like there's, I don't date. You freak really. them out right away. Like, Basically. This <laughs> like this is what's going to happen. right, right Well, right. the problem with that well, is. Well, maybe you I, meet
0: someone in Belize.
1: Well, I think that's what happened with them. Like the most, the, re, the only time I've really tried to date since my divorce was pretty recently. It was just in the fall and I was very upfront and honest and was like, hey, like I'm fucked up. Like, the divorce has ruined me, and I'm just... I also have these all this other stuff going on. Like, I'm a musician. I'm passionate. I like to be alone. Mm-hmm. All this. And it was, oh, it's fine. Like, and I then, like you. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's an issue fine. two months right. in, and it's like...
0: That's with everything. Everyone thinks that uh, dating a creative is amazing, because there's so many pl- pros. But then after a few months, they're like, oh, this really does suck. Like, there's <laughs> really no positives to dating a comedian or a musician. That's why they got to date each other. I always say... Musicians should date comedians, and comedians I should date love musicians.
1: This. Yeah, let's set up. You a should website. start going.
0: I've already. You need to start. This is a reason we have you on the podcast because we um, have all these comedians that I tell them not to fuck each other, and I'm like, <laughs> you could date other because comedians and musicians they both know the hustle. They know they have the same schedule in terms of nights. They know all the importance of all the bullshit we have to deal with. They know that. You want to wind down because you just had a show. And I've had comedians who've dated musicians, and it's been their happiest relationship. You just start having to go to comedy shows and meeting all these the talented uh, comedians.
1: Yeah, but the problem you, is, is, is the, the, ratio, the ratio is a bit off. What do you mean? More guys than girls.
0: Yeah, not anymore. There's more uh, There's more female comics now in Chicago.
1: Really? Yeah, a lot of great That's ones. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I need to do some more research then and they don't stay
0: here because as soon as they get good enough they fucking leave Chicago and leave okay, us that's, that's all lame. losers all loser male comics here
1: lame yeah, stay but, in Chicago
0: but you could you can you should do that like are there are there certain things that um, are there things that you've seen now in your last relationships whether it's your marriage or any of your other long term that you go sure. I'll never do that again what is it that <laughs> you won't I mean without I mean obviously
1: no the I've the, I, the I the, the thing I've been saying is I'm just never doing that as <laughs> well, a whole thing. Well, not ever a marriage, again. I understand, but a, no, relationship, a relationship. You and don't I'm, think
0: you'll ever get date again?
1: I feel like I feel like you're st- you still have half of your life left. Maybe. Well, we'll see. see yeah. I'm trying to shorten <laughs> it uh, actively. <laughs> um, I don't know, Paul. It's a good question, man, because I I'm just still I can't. I feel like here. Okay. This is. If this you is,
0: start with a name here's, here's what I always say When people this, are like I don't know what I want You know what you don't want
1: I can't think of it this way Like in the same way okay. That get, it's, it's a I, I don't I'm not the type of guy Who's going to choose Someone off of a menu On a phone
0: Fine I got I'm that not, part
1: So in my here's, here's where I'm at I met this girl When I went to music school And like the first time I saw her It was like Okay she's really pretty And then as we got to Know each other It was like in a, two weeks I knew I was in love with her And it was the first time I'd ever been in love And I think that type of connection is extremely rare and it very rarely happens. Like people who have been married for fifty years might might not have that kind of thing. Right. right?
0: But on the same end, that same connection, you're different if you met that person now, Mm -hmm. who you are now as opposed to who you were when you were nineteen. Exactly. You wouldn't connect because you're not the same fucking person. I agree. So now you have to find someone that is like you or you can have a connection (laughs) with. That You're also attracted to but
1: that's the thing that happened again, it happened to me twice, and that's what I'm saying about when I met my ex. It was that same type of experience, like mm-hmm. instant almost instantaneous. Like, it's gonna I happen knew. again. How well, many years apart? But was I don't that? think maybe it happens thing...
0: every seven years or okay, whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: I gotta go look at it, it'll be like a fairy tale. But the thing is, is I don't know if that's possible doing it via it modern
0: well, maybe not, maybe not you online know, apps and shit. But that's the thing, like, you, you can go. When I've dated people off the apps, the first time you meet them, there is there isn't that synergy that you have, like you said. Maybe but there would be. Let me tell you when it happens. Third date on, all of a sudden you start talking, and then you find out that they both, you both love, were at the same concert, two thousand and three, and you both remember the same thing. And then you look at each other and you're like, "I was there." And mm-hmm. then you're like, "Oh," or something crazy happens. The only difference with the app is. The connection doesn't happen immediately. It happens,
1: it so ha- it's in it's reverse order. order.
0: Yeah, but it, you'll still have that connection. Like I, I had, know, I dated a girl for a year off the apps, on and off. We're like you. She found the guy that she was supposed to meet right after me. But we are very <laughs> good. We are we have a very good relationship still, very healthy. I love her to death. I want the best for her. Of course, but. We had a connection that was like really cool because we were at the same place in our life. She had recently gotten divorced and I, I, I'm always me. So like it worked out great. <laughs> yeah. So you can have that off the apps or whatever. You just have to know what it is that you don't want to do again, whether it was or what you know your, your type is or like what you can't. Obviously, you can't date a woman that um, has a job. With the crazy hours that are totally different than yours, because you'll never see each other.
1: Well, I mean that's the other thing. It's and like you can't I, date someone that's in a different I, country. I've heard these stories, man, about like and I, once again, I, I end up going. What's the, what's the point? Because like, okay, so Am Taxi, uh, when we finished Warp Tour in 2010, we I think it was in I think the last show was Seattle, and then we had drive drive back to Portland to do like a 5:30 in the morning NBC, you know, right. ABS whatever news in the morning. And we're meeting the anchor, the two, the female anchor and the male anchor, and the male anchor is saying, he's like, oh, my wife's a newscaster too, because he's like, well, we've been here since two in the morning, prepping, and this is what we do when we're on the morning show, and... He's like, well, my wife works the evening shift. So literally, we walk up and down the stairs and say hi and goodbye to hi. each other. Oh. And that's basically the, except for two weeks when we're on vacation or so holidays.
0: Maybe, maybe you can date someone who has a different schedule. It's just the weird. The world is your why? Wife,
1: why would you do that? I don't understand. Because maybe they, they have a connection
0: outside of that. Maybe their weekends are their, is their time to shine. I don't know, man. They're both into like Dungeons and Dragons and they go to festivals with fucking weird shit or they, they (laughs) who knows? Like they have a passion, they have a connection somewhere, but you need to find what that is. Like for you, I think you clearly couldn't date someone that doesn't understand music or doesn't like the same music as you or had like. I mean, because I'm a music snob and if someone doesn't know yeah. certain music, it's like kind of frustrating
1: to yeah, me. Yeah, no, my, that was another, my ex was really, really into music and she actually turned me on to quite a bit of good music, I have to admit. Some stuff I never, probably never would have listened to. You never to. heard of
0: like the Foo Fighters or something like that? Who? Yeah, this is never band. Heard, Okay, okay. The it, dude was in Nirvana.
1: You the mean, singer was... You mean like Kevin?
0: <sighs> no, there's a Nirvana who you know, their singer was the drummer in Nirvana, he's in this band called Foo Fighters. Check they it have, out, they're like rock. There's drummers in
1: heaven. Yeah, sorry all right. I'm sorry. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had, you know, I mean, like uh, uh, Bahamas, you know, Bahamas, yeah, yeah. they're great. The, I, I saw him
0: at uh, festival, at Lala, I think. Yeah,
1: no, we we just saw him at the Vic, I think, a couple months ago, Jason and I, but um, stuff like that, you know, like there's a bunch of these bands that she turned me on to that it's like. And that—that's pretty rare for me. Usually, yeah, you know
0: everything about no, music. Well, no, I, no no, I don't. mean you—you you did. You were on. You—you you had I your finger on the pulse. Well, now you've been out of it because you're in the suburbs. And no,
1: I mean I thought I did. Like, as you think, you know, like in the same way you think you when you're a teenager, you think you know everything.
0: Well, you think all music <laughs> for me, all music ended in, like 2007. So everything, I'm like, wait, what? Bahamas? But yeah, I got introduced to some of that stuff. But. Yeah,
1: no. So it's like I—I I agree with what you're saying, but I just.
0: You got to do it. Go on the apps. Uh, to rip me, off the Here, let me tell you that rip the, off the bandage. Let me really. tell you the here's let me tell you what the worst case scenario is. It's hours of entertainment for you to see what's on that menu. I mean, you love Fridays. It's the same thing. You just go there you're like maybe I want, you know, I want uh baked potatoes this time sometimes with or without sour cream depending maybe,
1: on how you feel. Maybe I just need to go to Fridays more often.
0: You'll <laughs> <He'll> meet you'll <he'll laughs> meet someone at Fridays. That's what's going to happen. No. We're hey. we're out of time, John. We went way over and we still don't have an answer as to what's your t- like what we can find for you. Oh, Hopefully, wait a minute.
1: What we, what you uh, Okay, well We went over time here and we still right. didn't get an Well, answer. you're going to have to edit, man. So No, we're not editing. Okay, well Go the, ahead, say what you want to say. The there is, nothing, we'll there is nothing you can find for me. It has to be found on its own.
0: Well, that's what the app is just, it's it's not finding anything for you. It's just, it's like assisting you. It's like going to, a, it's like that lady who hired you for the private gig. That's yeah. all it is. It's just, a, it's an avenue. All right. It's like Uh, a a friend setting you up. It's the same fucking thing. You're not going to, just because you match with them doesn't mean that that's where the connection starts. It's just one trigger. It's like, try it. I will. Maybe I
1: will. We'll see. If I do, I'll give you a full report.
0: I need to set up your fucking bio because you're going to fuck it up. (laughs) You're probably right. Johnny, where can people find out more about you and your stuff, your shows? And uh, that? We'll have you back on after. You know, TV.
1: I'm on. I'm on Instagram at Johnny Don't Did. That's two N's and a Y. J O H N N Y D O N T D D I D Johnny not Did. I'm on Instagram. I do play a bunch of cover shows around the area and uh, check out Airless Side of Caution.
0: Yeah, they're new. You have a new single that's. Uh on YouTube, the video yep. is awesome,
1: and where it's all over now, it's on what, Spots, everything. Spotify, it's on iTunes. It's called "We Don't Live Here Anymore" by Air. The side of caution, air A- like you breathe, A I R like you breathe, because we're pretentious bastards. Oh,
0: don't even start me on that name of
1: that band. <laughs> and The fights we had about
0: it. Huh? Thank you so much, Johnny, for coming thank on you. the podcast, and thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast.